What was that? Uh, there was a movie about ch- or, or a TV series Queen's about Gambit. chess. Yeah, Queen's, Queen's Gambit. Gambit. Yes. I love Gambit. that. I absolutely love that. Is it still on? No, it was a one season thing. Yeah. Was it? That's too bad. <laughs> was it? I, I enjoyed the uh, the the young lady who played the that that exactly. I mean, everyone knew that's what you were doing. I mean, <laughs> the, the the guttural noise you made when you said, "Oh, I love that show." Like we all Greg. we all got it. This is the Greg Cody Show with Greg Cody. Pardon it. Here's your host, Greg Cody. All right, Mom, what's your beef with me? Where should I start? <laughs> what did I do you wrong, Mom? Per- Look, your house smelled like piss a couple like weeks ago. That's it. Okay. All right, let's back up here. <laughs> if this was a three-month-ago conversation, I would agree with you. And we had a couple of rough months, but not last week. That dog has peed in the house one time in a month. And the only time it was when your daughter was here because he was so excited. So I just, I, I, I just love how you have me making up that I smelled piss when I walked in. Like, I, 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 I smelt it. And then what did we talk about? Like, do you think that that's an appropriate thing to lead your entire podcast with? Like, let's <laughs> all hear about piss in the house. Do you think that that? Especially when it's not true. Especially when it's not true. You know, we're leading with this this week. So now people well, are fine. Fine. <laughs> you know, you will say anything for shtick. You will do anything. You have no, you know, ability to control your mouth. Oh, my God. Wow. I didn't. Wow. I wasn't doing like I just genuinely smelled piss. That was it. I defended your home, Erlene. I know. There and actually, Yeti was there during some of the darker days. <laughs> and my so, wife, my wife defends it as well, and she would have she would have noticed. Oh, stop sucking up, Yeti! Oh, believe me, I got a nose. I can if there's a poop. If even if he had said poop, poop is a much bigger smell. But pee when it's bad is bad, and so nobody has a better nose for it than me. I smell it when I walk in the door as well, and I'm like, where is it? Mom, where is it? My mom also claims she has great hearing. And yet, in restaurants, she has to like lean over to like you know hear you and stuff. Come on, what do you think? Well, also the whole Guillermo thing. You know, you tried to make it seem like he'd say anything for Dad. That is not true. He, <laughs> Correct. He is the biggest. Uh, d- uh, let's put it this way: he has a lot of opinions. Okay. Yeah, but it, we, Dad should pointed. We, we, should we get into what he says about your house? But Dad pointed <laughs> out that Guillermo. <laughs> It like the the idea of your house smelling like piss is an insult to Guillermo. No, 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 so like, no, no. He no, he. That's why he just thought we should just get rid of the dog because he thought it was so offensive. And I mean, he literally texted me the week before you did that to say congratulations, Charlie is doing so good. So you know, and I'm he like that. Saying, would be like, I'm not saying that Charlie's not better. He's been better in all those areas. The house still smelled like urine. No, it did not. No. No, it did not. I, I love how you're telling me what it smelled like. Christy agreed. My wife would not defend me without, like, she agreed with me. It, it, this is, like, such a dumb argument. I'm not saying Charlie's worse. He's gotten better. When I walked in that house the other day, it smelled like urine. That's just a fact. There's how do you know it was you- Charlie's urine? <laughs> Maybe it's dad's. It could have been dad's urine. It could have been. I've been pissing all over the house lately in, uh, in support of Charlie quite frankly. I just think that you should have also thought like, gee, would my mother like to know that anyone who listens to this that knows her is going to now think of her house as pissy. Oh, there you go. So you are a little <laughs> like that. That's, there you go. That's no, a legitimate I, that's, concern. 
which is why I could get into a little more detail about your situation, but I wouldn't do that because that wouldn't be nice. It's okay. Jessica already sold him out and says he was hanging up PP sheets. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right, I'm I'm done with you people. Okay, have a happy uh, nail appointment if there is such a thing. <laughs> All right, okay. goodbye. Bye. Right, see ya. Okay, I'm uh, within earshot of your mother right now. I want to add a little addendum to this story, which is ten minutes before we were. Uh, coming onto this podcast to start recording, I was in my backyard with a hose on full power jet streaming uh, dog diarrhea out of one of my carpets. So (laughs) Charlie is not a perfect dog, but I think the moral of the story is he has been much better when he doesn't have diarrhea. That is the argument I use whenever my kids talk about wanting a dog because I'm I'm just, I'm fine with other people's pets. I'm just not a pet person myself. Right. And whenever they're like, can we get a dog? I'm like, doggy diarrhea. And that's it. That's that's the conversation ender. Every time I talk to my dad, my dad on the phone these days, he's going somewhere to buy something for Charlie. He's like, ah, <laughs> I'm running to the store. I got to get dog pills. Charlie won't stop shitting. It's like, oh, I'm going to get a sponge. Charlie ate our couch. Right. Well, <laughs> these are the things you put up with with dogs, with children. Uh, you know, it's it's not a lot different than having a one year old in the house. I mean, it shits all over itself. Yeah, it can't take care of itself. You got to medicate it. You got to feed it. And, Greg, you're uh, damn near seventy. Why? Why do you need this in your life? We love animals. We always have. Um, we've always had pets. We've always had a dog and a cat. And uh, and and the good outweighs the bad. You know, does it? Charlie turns one later this month. He's not even one yet, and. He gives us a lot of joy. You know, we, we talk about does him. Does he? Yeah. Yeah, he really does. Um, I love my dog. Let's leave it at that. Beautiful dog. Um, I want to uh, celebrate our third anniversary. This is a happy occasion. Our podcast is three years old this week. How about that? How about it? Three. We, we should have all, we should have just flown me down there, and we should have all recorded this to commemorate in Greg Cody's closet together. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's right. On on a on like a hand like on a cell phone or something like that. Or and, and, and we should have scripted the whole episode and had Greg just read the whole thing. Yeah. I I want to replay a snippet, maybe twenty seconds of that very first oh. episode ever. <laughs> no, I do, because it sounds so different. Bad. It, it doesn't even sound like me. It doesn't sound like what the podcast has become. It's it's just totally different. I, I can't even believe it. Well, hello everyone, I'm Greg Cody, and I'd like to personally welcome you all to our historic, first-of-its-kind, world premiere podcast. I'm excited. Podcasting will never again be the same. It'll probably be just a little bit worse. You may be wondering, why am I doing a podcast? Get in line. I wonder that myself. Many of you know I'm the longtime sports columnist for the Miami Herald. Here's an idea how long I've been with the Herald. When I started out, neither bicycles nor small boys had yet been invented. Greg, I had someone tell me the other day that the Greg Cody show now sounds better than anything for Meadowlark. Mm. Now, I don't wow. know if I believe them completely, but that was it was a very nice compliment to the show. Wow. Thank you. you should thank your wife for that. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. Like, who's going to say that? Uh, somebody you know and love and it's quite the stretch to think she would listen to anything no dad i've also heard some uh 
not like that, not not that extreme, but I've heard some very positive comments recently from a lot of people about that this show and the chemistry, you know, Yeti has definitely been a huge part of that. It's just we have more of a... It's the only reason our, I brought our, it up. <clears throat> our show has a personality now. Like, you know, we have bits that we can fall back on. We've right. just been around long enough now where we just, you know, we have inside jokes. We have imaging. It's just... Right. We've grown, and it's. I, I am proud of what this show has become. Thank you. I, I agree. I, I'm very pleased with it. Now, I want to mention, by the way, you you brought up Yeti and and I'm what he's still yawning though. Mm-hmm. I know yawning. it's early. It, you guys are used to sleeping in. See, I get up with a puppy dog every morning. Dad, we so. we both wake up every day. Like, what are you talking about? I get up you, at five you, every morning. The, the, really? No, I am used to sleeping in on a Saturday. You're right. <laughs> used okay. to sleeping in. Like, what I know. Is, what did you? Say? I know. I sleep until eight. You sleep later than both of us. <laughs> I do every day. I really do. What am I talking about? No, you're right. Uh, but Yeti, uh, who was kind enough, to, he wrote a biographical song about me called Pebble Pebble Drive. I almost said Pebble Beach. It's called <laughs> Pebble Drive. Beautiful song. And I want to congratulate Yeti because his song uh, just reached, uh, surpassed a milestone on Spotify. Oh, it did? It, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It it surpassed. Uh, I don't want to use a number unless you want to use a number, Yeti. But it just surpassed uh, a milestone, and I want people who haven't heard it yet to go on Spotify or wherever you get music and uh, and listen to Pebble Drive by Yeti because uh, it literally brought me to tears a little bit the first time I heard it, and um, and it still is very moving to me when I do. So I'm in an emotional mood today because it's our third anniversary. In fact, what I did was I looked up. Um, the songs that were the number one song in the country when each of us turned three. I thought you were going to say like three years ago, what was the number one song? No. And by the way, the number one song in America today, do you have any idea what it is? Anybody know what the number one song today right now is? No. Because I was shocked. It's probably some TikTok song. It's no, it's by a popular artist who I didn't know was popular anymore. Miley Cyrus has the number one song in the country. Yeah. Oh, Flowers? I can buy myself flowers. You know that song? Oh, yeah, I know the song. Oh, wow. Okay. It's a good song. My daughter sings it nonstop. So. Wow. So she's still a happening thing, huh, Miley? Or is that like a big comeback song? She's an incredible talent, man. Like yeah. that, that girl's voice is just, it's different than your standard pop singer. It's got this grit to it. Yeah. That you don't, it, it's not as polished. Like the producers can polish it up. But she right. has a really natural, like, really nice balance between grit and, and like, really pretty voice yeah. at the same time. She, I, she's got a lot of range. I think Miley could transition pretty uh, seamlessly into country songs, in, into, the, into that kind of a feel. Yeah, well, that, that's the, her whole Han, Hannah Montana background was, was part of that. And, yeah, and she does. She, I mean, she can go up and, and sing you know, have the number one pop song in, in the nation, but she also just recently was just on stage trading licks back and forth with Dolly Parton. Right. So Yeah, and her father obviously is Billy Cyrus. Um a uh Oh Bill, Bill Cyrus. Yeah, not a renowned country singer, but he did, did you, have one big hit. Did you just discover Miley Cyrus? Like why are we having like a re- like <laughs> She's I a just, thing for a very I just long discovered- time? <laughs> I just discovered that she has the number one song in the country, which shocked me. I thought she was a has been, quite frankly. I Damn. thought she was a young has been. This is this is a you think. <laughs> Greg Cody. What? I never heard of any of that stuff. Is okay. All right. The number one song in the country when Yeti turned three was 
Total Eclipse of the Heart by Bonnie Tyler. Damn right it was. The number one song when Christopher turned three was Vogue by Madonna. That's a good one. The number one song when I turned three was Tchaikovsky. (laughs) (laughs) I was waiting for some sort of It was Beethoven's Fifth Symphony. (laughs) (laughs) No, but it was a really old song. It was um, Diana. By Paul Anka. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> please stay with me, Diane. Yeah, baby. That's right. That's the one you, you know, Yeti. That's the one you sang yes. of the three yes. of us. <laughs> Look, <laughs> I grew right. up on Oldies 93, all Oldies all the time. Diana by Paul Anka. Anka, by the way, is still around. He's still performing. I think he's in his late 80s. He's still <laughs> doing great. Um, what, are, like, what are the Oldies songs going to sound like? In like five years, if like you know, Magic One Hundred Two Point Seven, Dad. Remember, it was like back in the day. It was like sugar, dan, 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 uh. like nowadays. If if we did that, if we started that channel today, it would be like Usher's My Way. Oh, wow. no, big time, big time. I uh, yeah, cause I remember listening to that album like toward the end of my junior or senior year. I, I remember the, I still remember the first time I listened to that album. Oh yeah, and. uh it's it's interesting the the difference in uh in sound that oldies will be i guess almost now for me well, when when i was uh in in the cradle uh nursery rhymes used to be sung to kids not pop songs that felt like nursery rhymes but actual yeah, nursery still, rhymes we still sing nursery rhymes to little kids you do yeah. what do you sing rockabye baby uh what's it called uh mary had a little lamb what are we singing to uh Grayson, when she was two. That's funny. I, I actually did, like, because I grew up with Barney, so the I Love You song was a big one for me. So, like, okay. that's kind of, the I guess, a difference that... Baby Beluga by, by uh, uh, was is it Raffy? Yeah, uh, Baby Beluga was a big one in our house when, when Penny was born. Huh. Not not a ton of Raffy in general, but that was a, that was a, that was a hit for her. And um, uh, You Are My Sunshine was a big one. And, um, but yeah. Dead air. Uh- <laughs> No, I, I, I was going to transition into uh, a, a truck I saw on the road the other day that said, you know how companies advertise how long they've been around, you know, since 1952, right, right. blah, blah, blah. And, and there was a plumbing truck that said since 2017. <laughs> that and always gets me every time. <laughs> it, it, it just, it struck me as funny for some reason. It's like, are they bragging? Why are you bragging that you're five years old? As right. It, it's like ridiculous. but. Coinciding with that, I am using a shovel that is 249 years old. What? Okay. I I look in my garage the other day. Nobody notices. Like, if I ask you, what is the brand name of your shovel? Most people don't know. Most people don't have a shovel. But my shovel That's happens to be. Okay, most what people. is the brand name of your shovel? I'm saying most people have shovels, I think. Do they? Do you, do you own do a shovel? Do we know the brand? I don't know the I brand. I do have a shovel. It's It's like... I don't know the brand. I agree with that. It's I would just, guess okay. that mine is Stanley. It's something that most people own, I'd say, that have a house. Like You think? Yeah, most I, people I, have if you a own shovel. a home, you've probably got a shovel. Okay, I, I seriously question whether Christopher really owns a shovel. I think he's he's just propping himself up as a handyman right now. Yeah, I don't own, I don't own a shovel, actually. Are you, you have serious? a shovel. I would go get my, my dad's shovel if I did. <laughs> See? That's <laughs> <laughs> but Found out. I, but I'm in the minority. I think most people who have a place that were like most people have a shovel. Yeah, 
That's correct. Most people do have a shovel. Great. Okay. Now, so you, is your shovel literally that old, or is the company that old? The company's that old. Okay. All right. All right. And and quite frankly, I don't remember buying this shovel because I've never heard of the name brand, but it's called Ames. It's an mm. Ames shovel, A-M-E-S. And it said established 1774 wow. on the label, which is, it's older than America, this shovel. And it said, our, they're, 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 Slogan is, Our Tools Built America. So I, I did some research, and sure enough, Captain John Ames began making the first shovels in 1774. It's the fourth oldest company still operating in America. How about that? Ames Shovels. An early edition of Three Facts Jack, before Three Facts Jack. That kind of thing. <laughs> that kind of thing productions established in 2023. Yeah, we <laughs> make, make, okay, I'll make that shirt. <laughs> <laughs> we should do that. Uh, uh, by the way, I, I said uh, this the other day to somebody, but I've been ever since we established the LLC for that kind of thing productions. I have been because my home address is on it. I have been inundated with unsolicited, you know, nuisance mail from companies <laughs> wanting to sell me uh, documentation of my company like s some statue company was like would you like a statue outside of your house that says that kind of thing productions <laughs> <laughs> no that i would buy that i would buy Just i would a buy statue a statue of greg cody out in front of his house <laughs> that says that kind of thing productions headquarters i would love that world headquarters it would say like, just a sort of you know how like like Disney World has Walt Disney like waving? Yes. Like, out, like that's how it would be. It would be dad waving to nobody. <laughs> you know what? I want to do that. I wonder if that <laughs> violates uh, local city ordinances. Think of all the golf carters going by and just waving at the Greg Cody statue <laughs> yeah, in your right. neighborhood. A bunch of one thing. Can we just real? Can we make a quick pit stop back? Because I was not there when you guys talked about all the golf carters. The one thing my dad didn't really point out there is that it's all fourteen-year-old kids driving these golf carts. It's all these rich, <laughs> spoiled kids. Yeah, which who, makes it worse. Like it's not the parents. It's like a fourteen-year-old driving these golf carts. So like right. it's 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 not only kind of annoying. It's it's reckless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. I agree with it. I am anti-golf cart unless there's a central place. Like a like a community pool or something where everybody goes to. I get I get that a little bit in Greg's neighborhood. No, I'm against it. Uh, I I will say that if I owned a, a a piece of land, like if I owned, I would say if I'm on five acres or more, uh, I definitely would buy one of. They're not golf carts, but they're like little tiny pickup trucks. Have you seen? You know what I mean? They're like the size mm -hmm. of a golf cart with a little flatbed in the back. I think they're oh, meant for like, like a gator. Yeah, no. I, I don't know about that, but they're meant for yeah. like hauling small stuff and everything. Like, like like something that like a guy that works at a city park will drive around in. Yes, exactly, mm -hmm. exactly. That interests me. I would love <laughs> one of the idea a golf cart just with a little flatbed in the back. Yeah, what do you need that flatbed for? What does this flatbed add to your life? Like, what do you need? I want it. <laughs> Example: mulch. I just bought 10 bags of mulch. You want a golf cart to be able to drive around your house with the mulch? Yeah, I want to transport my mulch from the garage into my backyard. But I don't know if a golf cart would fit through my gate. That's the problem. So I, I, I may have to take down my gate. Um, what are your thoughts on neighborhood honking? Like, do people just randomly go through your neighborhood and honk their horn? No. Okay. 
I don't deal with a lot of honking. I do. I I kind of live on like a main street over. Like we have a wall in my backyard, and then like there's kind of like a main street there. So I deal that, with is that where loud engine guy goes. I deal with loud engine guys. Yeah, like that's yeah. a little problem every once in a while. But the um, we haven't heard loud engine guy in a while. No. Um. No. Our our friend Mark, friend of the show, um, formerly of Reddit, now just at Levitard Show fan. He's been going through this thing in his neighborhood where there's a bunch of kids. And they'll motion for everybody to, or for like when cars go by, they'll try to get them to honk their horn. And so people do, you know, let's have some fun with the kids, you know, as we drive by. But they've been getting angry messages on their neighborhood message board. This this one person is like really, really angry at all the honking. He's like, can you please tell the kids to stop? Apparently he masked up and went over to a neighbor's house to tell them that I heard you honk and you got to stop this. Yeah. Would that yeah. annoy you if if someone, if pe- a bunch of people are just going through and is randomly honking, like not laying on the horn, but just giving a little toot toot as they go by i mean if it was once a day a couple cars it's not an issue i mean if it's every car like every day from like <laughs> 5 to 8 p.m then it's like that's kind of annoying like i don't know how often this is happening what is the purpose of it has it replaced the wave like neighbors used to wave to each other now they it's, honk we yeah, love noises you know when you're driving by like a big 18 wheeler you do the hunt like the, the toot toot like it's just people love people love to tell people to make a noise and then they love when the noise is made when i was younger i accidentally um i accidentally motioned a different direction because i didn't know any better i was going like this to the truck drivers <laughs> oh my god <laughs> yeah you gotta be careful there that was a, no, a, a sexual to, motion that you just made and yeah. say stop don't do that don't, yeah. don't, don't, you don't know what that truck driver is doing in his cab exactly. that driver that driver gave you a look like all right i'll pull over yeah <laughs> <laughs> join me Greg, my dad used to do this thing. <laughs> He'd see someone on the side of the road. It was the du- it was like his favorite gag, and he they'd be on the right hand side of the road, and he would honk and then wave the other way, <laughs> like wave off yeah. to the left. And he thought that was the funniest thing in the world. And like to us kids, it was so dumb that we're like we, it just stuck and we loved it. And like right, <laughs> and even in our adult years, the, that group of friends will still do that. Guys, can we get to sheets and giggles? I'm t- I need to get to this. We need to Ooh. talk about them. We have a new partner with the greg cody show sheets and giggles has partnered with us they've joined us yes. they're on our team and we're excited Let's go. sheets and giggles yes. welcome I mean, welcome audience now is your time to help us help you you like this content we're giving you you want it to keep improving we just talked about how far this show has come since that first sad episode we are growing as a show we are trying to get better. We're trying to get bigger. And Sheets and Giggles is part of that journey with us. What? I just went to sheetsgiggles.com slash Greg. And uh, it's funny. It's funny. Oh. So every, everyone needs to go to sheetsgiggles.com slash Greg. You can use okay. promo code SCOOPS to get 20% off of your order. And you'll laugh at some funny pictures from Moss, some funny pictures of Chris with uh, some great quotes from sh- uh, friends of the show. So I haven't great. even seen this website yet, so should I? I like, haven't either. Uh, sheetsgiggles.com slash Greg. Do I need to oh. approve of this? I don't know. Yeah, like, apparently not. Scared here. Nice Look, pictures I'm more, of Chris. Uh, I'm in more of a uh, an interesting situation than you are. Um, but <laughs> um, sheetsgiggles.com slash Greg, promo code SCOOPS, you'll get 20% off of your whole order. Wow, that's a good deal, 20% off. Guys, honestly... We love Sheets and Giggles so much. It's such a great company to partner with because it is such a good product. I know it sounds like, oh, they're, they're just like, say, like I love this product because every single person I've sent it to, I turned into bedtime Santa over the holidays <laughs> where I just bought all, everyone in my life, sheets. And like, it's one of those things where you get the gift and you might think, oh, this is like not the most standard gift from a friend. Everyone texts me like, hey, I was a little, I, I, I was a little, it's an odd gift to get. 
but it's a game changer. They're always like, get. I love that text of, you know, when you sent me sheets, I wasn't, I didn't really know what to think, but oh my God, I love these. My friend, by the way, my single friend, Alex Benson, had a date night recently, and he said he got a comment from the the next morning from the girl about the sheets. Now, wow. now fellas, my single fellas out there, that is how you impress the ladies. If they if they compliment your sheets, they just know this guy means business. <laughs> I uh, I paid full price for sheets and giggles a year ago. It's been just every year for Valentine's Day, and um and that the sheets were great, loved them. But then for Mother's Day, my my wife, I wasn't sure what she thought about them. And uh, when I was like, "What do you want for Mother's Day?" Like trying to get ideas because I had a few things that I was looking at, yeah. and because uh, I like the surprise. But she just said, "Let's get the comforter from Sheets and Giggles." Yeah, and I was like, "Okay, she likes them. All right, yeah. this is great." And so we got the comforter and that was the real game changer for us. Like to have the sheets and the comforter combo. Yeah. I, I love it. It's so light, but it's just so effective and it's soft. And we're, and, and they've joined our team. So we're going to be having a lot of fun with Colin and the sheets and giggles team over the next few months. So help us out, go to there, go spend money with sheets and giggles, because I'm telling you it's worth it. You'll like it. It helps us. It helps our show. It's a win for everybody. So. I'm just, I'm very excited that they're on board with us. Yeah, let, let, let me add one thing. You won't like it. You will love it. And I slept on Sheets and Giggles uh, for the first time just recently, like a few weeks ago. And I was always a person who's like, yeah, one sheet's the same as another. I can't, I can't tell the difference between this sheet and that sheet. Yes, you can. I mean, Sheets and Giggles, it just feels different. It's it's wonderful. And, um, uh, you know, I, I'm seriously, I, I'm an honest person to a fault. And and I love the product. I really yeah. do. I was in Salt Lake City in this hotel bed, and I was like, ah, I've I've never been this guy. I've turned into this guy where I'm laying in a hotel bed. I'm like, these are not sheets and giggle sheets. <laughs> like it's like it's one of those things where it it almost ruins other sheets for you. Where it's like, oh man, <laughs> like the, um, this one got really warm really fast. This doesn't happen with sheets and giggles. So get get twenty percent off and and use the code scoops so that uh, so that they know that that you're coming to them through our show would really appreciate it do yourself a favor that kind of thing so i checked into whether we could set a guinness book of world records uh for last week's episode where we had the youngest guest we had how do you set a guinness book of world record I don't know. Wouldn't you just be setting a, a Guinness world record? Yeah, that's true. And then they put, or a world record certified by Guinness, right? And then it would go in the book. And then then it would go in the book. So I I call up the website and I go through all this rigmarole because there's a huge, as you might imagine, there's a huge process. How do you call up a website? <laughs> like, do you dial a number? No, <laughs> whatever. You click on a button. I think it's Guinness world record. This is a segment called parsing Greg. <laughs> I think it's GWR.com or something like that. And but to HTTP <laughs> to register for a world record, you got to go through all this rigmarole. Uh, you got to pay a five dollar uh, fee just to apply. They should which just give them out. Do. Why do they why do they make you work for it? They should just give out these world records. OK, but here's the kicker. You cannot. We are ineligible to apply for a Guinness World Record for youngest podcast guests, even though we had two guests totaling three and a half months old. Because you can't do it after the fact. You mm. have to notify them beforehand 
and then they have have to certify it or whatever. They usually, yeah, they do have a certificate. Like someone either has to be present or witnessing in some manner or other, or some way or another to uh to to certify right. it. You're right on that. So we got screwed basically. You know, it's uh, they're against they're against us. <laughs> we know what Guinness. <laughs> That's what, what Grandpa used to say. Uh, you know, I my grandfather. Here we you go. know, Pop Doogie. Uh, grew up in the deep south. He used to talk like, hey, I'm tired as an old bloodhound on grandpa's porch. <laughs> he never said porch. He always said port for some oh. reason. And but- that's all we'll reveal about things that that guy said. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Having but a grandma of, from North Florida, I'm with you, Chris. <laughs> instead of against us, he'd say against us. Okay, so they're a Guinness. A Guinness World Record. That, that, what is the record? Did you learn what the record is that we like? Would we? I don't have think they have it? a category for it. The the record was wide open to us. Okay, so we get a hold of Guinness. We say we're going to do this, and we w- one of our show fans. If you love us enough, make a baby, and you know, let us know when it's I mean, time. <laughs> to Fleming M's point last week, I think next time if we're going to do this Guinness thing, we just you know kicks. Stephen Cat out of the mix, and all of a sudden, our, we have a much younger. You know what I mean? St- Stephen Cat's baby brought that average up. I mean, Chris, you could always m- make a baby. I'm working on it. I mean, okay. Joe, right now. I mean, just turn the camera off, please, That's in right. your mic, honey. Make, make a baby live on we the have air. To make content. Be a, yeah. <laughs> the ultimate content making and baby babies as content. I, I like it. I said on the Lebitzard show this week how my wife is triggered by the word content because of like my life and like what it's become. Oh, and yeah. then, like, you know, you know, everything turns into content and you know, I'm always, you know, everything in my life. It's like, Oh, I c- I'm going to write this down and talk about this. Like, you know, yep. it's, it's a day. It's a, it's a slippery slope. It is. I don't like the word personally. I try to f- use other words. Yeah. But. Content sounds very clinical, you know, very dry. And it also sounds whatever. super fake. Mm hmm. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, we're genuinely just conversating. Like, we're right. actually, like, you know what I mean? Like, content just sounds, like, not everything we say is, like, you know, there are exaggerated takes and things we say that we make sound more ridiculous because it's more entertaining. Right. But, like, it doesn't sound genuine content. Now, I will say this. A bit like dad jokes or three facts, Jack. I, I think that's content. I, I, I think that's. Well, that, specific- this is all content. This is content right yeah, now. Yeah, this is all content. It's just calling it content. Yes, right. it makes it sound uh, very, yeah, very, yeah, like you said clinical, I think is a, is a good way to do it. Like it, but, yeah. but I mean, you, you call it something. Sometimes we call it doing show. We're just talking. Yeah. We're having fun. We're, we're trying right, to entertain. Right. And Shooting that. the shit. Shooting the shit is what we used to call it. Um, I want to do, I want to do dad jokes real quick. How about that? Content. It is content. Are you ready? I'm so ready. Okay. How do rabbits stay fit? Um, making a lot of content, baby. Something with a hop. It's got to have hop in it. Herobics. What herobics? <laughs> That's terrible. That is bad. Why was Curiosity imprisoned? Because it killed the cat. Yes. Yeah. Well done. <laughs> I like I cannot, the way you think. When you lifted the paper up to like put it in your sight, I saw just these few pair. Look at that. The the three <laughs> facts, Jack, are going to be a lot this week. I yeah, yeah, yeah. I could just tell that those are paragraphs this week. Okay, the final dad joke. What did uh, baby Godzilla call his mother? Why do you have three every week? Like, what happened? Know. Like, It's the dad jokes of the week now. Yeah. It's three facts, Jack, and three dad jokes. To celebrate our third anniversary as a podcast. <laughs> what did baby Godzilla call his mother? I don't know. Um, a monster. A monster. Eh. That's you've, so bad. You've had so much better. 
Okay. Hey, um, I haven't been able to find any like great dad jokes this week, but we did have one caller that has a question for us to ponder. And this is less about the question and more about just his guy. The guy's name is Cletus. That's all. That's all I need to say. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. This is a Cletus in Navarre, Florida. Y'all need to extend your uh, recording time because I was trying to get an idea. I got off the ground with you about recycling dip cans. I got several <laughs> hundred grizzly and oh, couple couple hundred stokers and some <laughs> Kodiak and stuff like that, and I just sure. to, I'm tired of throwing them away. So uh, I'm wondering if we can come up with an earth friendly way of discarding dip cans. Was that Wild Bill? <laughs> it sounded like my grandpa blood down on grandpa's port. No, Get I have it, a uh, friend who I texted. I was like, "Is this one of you or your friends?" And he said, "No." But this guy's actually messaged me just to say hi, and he had some questions about doing his own show, and just. He, Cletus is a really nice guy. So wow. what did he say? He wants to send us his hundreds of dip cans? No, he wants to talk about uh, find a way to recycle dip cans. But I think most dip cans, not that I'm you know, an they're, aficionado, they're I, I think they're already plastic now. Yeah, they're plastic now. Because, yeah, because Michael, unfortunately, was into uh, chewing tobacco for a while. Terrible habit. Terrible habit. Talk about revealing stuff that people don't want revealed. <laughs> yeah, well, he can, he can come on and yell at me just like your mother yelled at you. Um, <laughs> But, uh, you know, so I would find dozens of these cans underneath my sink. So, Cletus, I am with you. Uh, I think if they're plastic, you just recycle them as you would anything else. Dozens. My man is just throwing Michael under the bus right now. <laughs> well, you know. He did say used to. Used to. Used so. to. Congratulations oh, on your recovery, now Michael. My, <laughs> now my dad just doesn't live with him anymore. So he doesn't. <laughs> That's true. Now it's Tati's problem. <laughs> Tatiana, check under your, uh, under your bathroom. Okay. That How do you say her name? Tatiana. Yeah. I think he said Tatiana a minute ago. Yeah, he was uh, he screwed up. We, Don't call me late for dinner. Michael and I always make fun of how my dad says my brother's girlfriend's name. Her name is Tati. But my dad's always like, Tati. <laughs> Tati. What's Tati. wrong with that? Like, you I just, enunciate. Like, you like hit the T so awkwardly. It's Tati. like, it's Tati. And it's like, Tati. Well, you pronounce it like it's Tati. T-O-D-D-Y. I, I, I'm T forward. Tati. Tati. Right. Exactly. Speaking of Tati, uh, Three Facts Jack are coming at you right now. Why is that speaking of Tati? I was just looking for a segue. <laughs> <laughs> so I made one up that didn't exist. There are three things that interest him, so sit right back for Three Facts Jack. Oh, the way this Zoom camera is on my computer, like I have you guys in the middle and then to the right, they're still part of my my like you know Google Chrome screen. All I see is the sheets and giggles, and it's like that the like the gif of colin and like, you yeah so like and i but i only see him like it's like the, oh. the zoom is covering up me and everything so i just am like as we're doing this i'm just looking at colin doing this constantly i'm like a, yeah i know people can't people here can't see this but yeah I but if they go to sheetsgoggles.com slash greg they can you, you really go. gotta just check out the at the very least check out this website because it's really funny and then buy a couple of sheets you really should. Um, please buy some stuff. Yeah. Please. Sheet your bed with sheets and giggles. We should do a promo soon where if people show us screen grabs or something that. Oh, yeah, you know, for sure. We got to. We really need. If, if you love us, go buy sheets and giggles stuff and use code scoops. You won't be sorry. Um, three facts, Jack. Things I didn't know until this week that interested me. Number three. Levi Strauss introduced denim pants with metal rivets in 1873 and called them waist overalls. <laughs> Although the phrase became ubiquitous, 
The product did not gain traction in the U.S. as blue jeans until about 1960. Oh my gosh! I had no idea. That's incredible. Yeah, thank you. I always love like when people jokingly call shorts short pants, and like that makes me laugh. But waist overalls is a whole nother level to me. That's funny to me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Number two, the horned helmet representing Vikings, as seen in the Minnesota Vikings logo, is historically inaccurate. The actual Scandinavian warriors who plundered Europe in the ninth to eleventh centuries wore no such headgear. Horned helmets were first linked to Vikings in an 1876 German opera by Wagner entitled The Ring of the Nibelung. I wouldn't have known one. that. In, in Seattle, there's this community called Ballard, and they want to be annexed out of Seattle, if I remember right. But you can find Viking helmets because it's a, a very Norse-settled area. You find a bunch of Viking helmets that say free Ballard on them. It's a okay. whole thing. All right. Well, they're, they're perpetuating But they're not Viking the, helmets. Uh, right. They're perpetuating the inaccuracy. Number one. Appropriately, March is Women's History Month, as we know. And I learned just recently that Tabitha Babbitt, a weaver in a Massachusetts Shaker community, invented the circular saw in 1812. Uh, now, maybe this is a, a, a stereotype on my part. I would not have guessed that a woman invented a circular saw. I think that's pretty impressive. She also invented false teeth. Other inventions <laughs> by women include disposable coffee filters, modern dental fillings, non-reflective glass, home security systems, life rafts, fire escapes, and windshield wipers. Go women. And whiteout. And whiteout. There you go. That's right. The monkey's mother, right? Yep. <laughs> the monkey's mother. <laughs> right. And was it Nesmith? Which monkey's mother invented whiteout? I don't remember which one, but yeah. Yeah. But it was no, the, the circular mom. saw. That's a good, I, I didn't know that. That's Yeah, that shocked me. That's but, a good uh, one. Yeah, exactly. If you notice right now, I've stopped paying attention to you guys, and I'm I'm doing an Instagram story. Why? This is this is my this is my hacky way of plugging my subscriber thing on this podcast. So what I'm doing now is I'm giving the subscribers a glimpse of what the recording of the Greg Cody show is like. <laughs> uh oh, a circular saw is one of the few things I actually inherited from my dad when he passed away. Really, my I got dad a circular used to saw use and a chop saw, and that's yeah. about it. <laughs> okay, well, hey, cherish them. Yeti, how, how how dare you, Yeti, go away from my ham-handed plug of my subscription on Instagram? I mean, geez, way I to bring it back to I was trying to give your subscribers something interesting about my dead dad. <laughs> your dad. <My> um, <laughs> please, this I, I really want to be a little bit more ham-handed with this. Yeah. Go subscribe to my Instagram. You oh, get a lot of, of you get a lot of good insight into my life. Um, it's only okay. for guys for cheaper than an expensive cup of coffee. <laughs> I love it. Could, the expensive ones. <laughs> you could have countless videos per month of me, just the inside of my life. I video my dad when he's not aware of it. You see a lot of Greg Cody stuff, just a lot of cool things from my life, stuff at the Lebitard show behind the scenes. You got to right. subscribe to my Instagram. Look, Chris has always been a great supporter of me. So I'm going to support Chris on this. Yes. Subscribe okay. to his Instagram. Maybe if you subscribe enough, I mean, he might let you see what it looks like when he is, you know, frolicking around in some sheets and giggles. Hey, I object. I will do that. <laughs> I object to a Chris Cody Instagram plug in the middle of my podcast. What just happened to your hair? Okay, everybody, go, 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 go. <laughs> Order a cameo from Greg Cody. There, are you happy? If I get enough people onto my Instagram subscribers, I will have sex for my Instagram subscribers. <laughs> hey, Graceland. <laughs> How you doing? <laughs> whoop, whoop. Hi, baby. Want to talk to Pop? The sight of her always lights me up.
She goes, I go, you want to go talk to Pop? She goes, no. Okay. <laughs> All right. Or do we have some fun in store for Graceland later today? You're going to see him later. Okay, so you, you got a Mount Gregmore? Were you saying? I do, actually. Yeah. I, the Mount Gregmore, I feel like I haven't done one in a while. It's been a minute. And here we are on our third anniversary. Yay. Yeah. And, and I wonder <laughs> if the number three will, uh, will, will, will be the subject here. Remember when this was the best thing we had? It's <laughs> the only bit. <laughs> That's right. God, did I hate this time in our show where it's like, <laughs> hey, every week, hey, I have a Mount Gregmore this week. Ah. You remember? Uh, you remember how we debuted Mount Gregmore? What what it was at first? It was the alphabet most yeah, popular it was the name. Mount Gregmore name game. Yeah, which I uh, thought was great. Oh, for every letter, mm-hmm. right? Like we did a. The, the top five names for that letter, and then you took the number one name and, and gave like the top five people for yes. that, for that That's name. That's right. Oh, yeah. Good recall. Oh, I God. thought that was great. I thought, what a Brutal. bit. Brutal. What a bit by me. I invented that, Mount Gregmore. Okay. This is the Mount Gregmore of the number three in pop culture, meaning the number three, not third, but the number three used in like TV, movies, song titles, etc. It's a magic number. Honorable mention. Three's Company. Quit stepping on the bit. <laughs> Menage a what trois. What are you doing? Okay. Honorable mention. Gimme Three Steps by Leonard Skinner. Three Times a Lady by The Commodores. The Three Amigos film. Three Men and a Baby movie. And the Threesomes. nursery rhyme, Three Blind Mice. Threesomes. Number five. Three's a crowd. The Three Faces of Eve, a 1970, uh, 1957 film that won an Oscar for Joanne Woodward, Paul Newman's wife. You go to something that no one in the, the audience has heard of, not even you, until you looked it up. No, no, I've, I've heard of that because I saw it in a film class at FAU. <laughs> <coughs> and this book I actually read, believe it or not. Terrible, because when you read a novel that's this old... The, the style of writing is, is, is almost tough to get through. Uh, number four, The Three Musketeers, the 1844 novel by Alexandra Dumas. Number three, Knock Three Times, Tony Orlando and Dawn, 1970. Number two. Like, you just, like, you could have done so many creative and fun things with the number three in this <laughs> Number two, My Three Sons. Oh, yes, Monic yes, yes, TV Nick at Night. Show. It's My Three Sons, yes, My yeah. Three Sons, yeah. <laughs> 1960 to 1972. That show raised Greg Cody, okay? <laughs> and number one, everybody knows Three Little Birds by Bob Marley. Everybody knows that's my favorite song. So, that's the Mount Gregmore of yeah. the number three in pop culture. I think you just set a record for the fastest Mount Gregmore ever. Thank yeah. God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, it's legit. Those are those are threes Leg- that legitimately boring. Well, you know, you come up with another one. Mount Chrismore. We haven't we haven't seen a Mount Chrismore because you're afraid. You're the kind of guy who you're you're not the man in the arena. Like he's man. done one. Yeah. I, I went out on top. I went out. And it on was top. awful, if I remember correctly. <laughs> no, it was, it was just the worst ever. I don't remember I, what I did for I it. I don't either, but it was just dreadful. Okay. Um, I want to ask you guys if you've heard of a sport uh, called, well, I don't even want to give the name right now because the name alone is ridiculous. I want you to name a sport that combines brain and brawn, a sport that uh, is, is very physical, but yet also requires uh, sort of mental gymnastics or uh, really thought. Golf. Battle chess. 
Okay, g- golf is is not bad. Now, what is battle chess? I'm just making s- stuff up, Greg. I'm okay because here's the funny part: you're onto something there. There's a there's a sport called chess boxing. <laughs> I chessing on my life. They should call it battle chess. Honestly, <laughs> battle chess is a, is a better name than chess yeah. boxing. Yeah. Um, the, I'm going to read a, a description here. The governing bodies of chess boxing are the World Chess Boxing Association and the World Chess Boxing Organization. Chess boxing, it, it was invented as a joke. Chess boxing was invented by a French comic book artist and adapted by a Dutch performance artist uh, and subsequently grew into a competitive sport. As the name implies, uh, the competitors play alternating rounds of boxing and chess until somebody wins by either checkmate or knockout <laughs> that's interesting to me uh, you know because first of all it, it, you know not everybody plays chess i mean it, it can be a, a difficult game to learn and and boxing like who i don't know anybody who boxes and plays chess i just don't and and so that uh you know i dare you to invent a sport that better combines brain and brawn than chess boxing i want people out there if you have an idea for a sport let us know. How about that? I want to start bragging that I play checkers when everyone else is playing chess. You should brag. I'm into that. <laughs> no, I, I'm a checkers man. I am a Berlin checkers man. I've uh, never played chess, actually. Never tried to grasp the concept. I have a chess board in my house that uh, my late brother-in-law made from scratch. Uh, Erlene plays chess. I know the basic rudiments, but I do not call myself a chess player. Chris, are you a chester? I know all the rules of chess. I can play chess. I definitely am not any kind of expert. Like, I don't know, like, opening moves and what to do. Like, Mm -hmm. I I just, like, I can fake my way through a game. But no, I would not call myself a chesser. And when does mom play chess? (laughs) She doesn't play chess, but mainly because I don't play chess, right? So... I don't like chess. I find so it like boring. mom plays chess about as much as I do. Like she knows how to be. play. She knows how to play. Right. Right. You could put her at a chessboard and she could passably uh, make the correct moves. Not necessarily right. be a good player who like wins. I can put but... my I can put my hand on my chin and really look at the board and then yeah. make a move and then hit the thing. <laughs> right. You could play it, the part just... in a, a show or a film if you needed to. Oh, I, I yeah, exactly. What was that? Uh, there was a movie about ch- or, or a TV series Queen's about Gambit. chess. Yeah, Queen's the Queen's Gambit. Gambit. Yes. I love that. I absolutely love that. Is it still on? No, it was a one season thing. Yeah. Was it? That's too bad. <laughs> was I, it? I enjoyed the uh the the young lady who played the that that exactly. I mean everyone knew that's what you were doing. I mean <laughs> the, the, the guttural noise you made when you said, Oh, I love that show. Like we all oh, we all got it. I made an old man noise last night, cracked me up. My <laughs> wife caught me sleepwalking. What? And because it's always we've talked about this before, it's always when I have to go to the bathroom. And uh she woke up because <laughs> that's not she... sleepwalking, that's just called getting up to go to the bathroom. No, no, that's I always wake up in the bathroom. <laughs> I don't, and I was just standing. I don't know how long I was standing there. I feel like you're just going pee. I was just standing in front of the sink trying to wash my hands, but I hadn't turned the sink on. And like, so I wake up with my wife saying, are you sleepwalking? And I go, (laughs) I just love the idea of you and your wife calling this sleepwalking when it's just you getting up to pee. But I don't know that I am. I wake up in front of the sink. I mean, we all get up half asleep and go pee. Like, I I have no memory of waking up to go to, and and I just wake up standing in front of the sink like, (laughs) You go, hey. <laughs> are you not supposed to like isn't is it a myth that you're supposed to not wake up people that are sleep like sleepwalking i, I don't heard that. that i didn't die 
as far as I know, I'm not dead yet. That's good. Um, yeah. You know, but like, no, it scared the daylights out of me. And like, and so, hey! or the night, or the nighttime. You what? It scared the nighttime out of it you. Scared the, the night lights out of me. Do and- what now? <laughs> who here has? Uh, I want a show of hands. Who here has, uh, in the middle of the night, accidentally urinated in their closet? Dad, that's only you when you were hammered. Dad, <laughs> you know who else is on this list? My friend Joey. One time, peed on a keyboard. <laughs> oh no! On Anthony Alvarez's keyboard at his house. No, oh, only God. in the shower. Never in the closet. Really? Never that, on a that, keyboard. That's a move that when you're hammered, Dad. Like that's you're, you're showing yourself. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's only happened once. It's only happened once. Trash cans are common occurrences. My son peed in the fridge. Did he? Intentionally. Yeah. Not hammered either. Yeah, not <laughs> yes, he was, <laughs> that we know he was of. Hammered at three years old. No, we we were watching TV and he walks over. We hear the like he go into the fridge and we hear all all of a sudden like just some tinkle noise and yeah he <laughs> peed all over the fridge. He wow, thought he was in the bathroom. Okay, all right, better that than uh, than a keyboard. Yeti's really, son outshined you, Dad. You you thought you had the winner with being in a closet, and yet <laughs> he's dad, and yet he's like I raise you. No, you when Tony been... when Tony was on the pod almost two years ago, yeah, he talked about a friend peeing down the stairs. Tony Claudio? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How do you remember that? Man, I've got this weird recall. I remember the dumbest conversations from eons ago. Greg, you are the encyclopedia of the Greg Cody show, Yeti. <laughs> I know. We need one, believe me. I can't remember what uh what we talked about last week, let alone two years ago with Tony. That is funny. I will forget by the time like we're trying I'm trying to do the show tweet Monday morning. I will forget what we had just what I had just edited, you know, yeah. the day or two before. But I'll remember a dumb conversation from an episode two years ago. Right. Okay. Dead air. <laughs> I think Today's that's... title of the show: Dead Air. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, all right. What do you, What do you got? Anything? No, I th- I think that wraps it up. You know, in addition to being Women's Month, Sheets and Giggles also wants us to know, or Sheets and Greggles, as the uh, the website says, at sheetsgiggles.com slash Greg, that is also Worldwide Sleep Month. So once again, for the last time today, go to Sheets, dog- Sheets, wow, go to sheetsgiggles.com slash Greg, promo code SCOOPS, and show our brand new sponsor that uh, that that you support them and you support the show. And I'm having a t- Well said, Yeti. Time. Yeah. That cough got me. <laughs> Did me in. Isn't every month sleep month? Yeah, like, that's it's true. Not like, it's not like we're taking a month off and not right. sleeping. Uh, <laughs> anyway, but let's all sleep. Sleepy Floyd will be joining us in a minute, uh, the former <laughs> basketball player. Speaking of sleep month. On the way out here, I have athletes that connote sleep. Go for it. Patrick Betterly. Okay. <laughs> Spencer Knight. All right. Ben Sheets. Ooh, I like it. <laughs> Zadrunas Ogowskis. Big Z. The big- <laughs> oh, God. You had to explain that one. That's it. You didn't. You didn't include Sleepy Floyd. You already did. Yeah, I know. But you. you, you that's the best one of all. That's what we call Dad. A like a toss up for you to spike at home. Ah, okay. One of the seven dwarfs is sleepy. No. Yep. Correct. Okay. All right. Take us home, Greg. Yeah. On that note, thank you to <laughs> Sleepy Floyd, uh, Sleepy the Dwarf, everybody who joined us today. We had no guests whatsoever, other than my life, lovely wife who uh, who yelled at Christopher, and uh, that's how we began the episode. And we um, we thank Sheets and Giggles for joining us uh, on board as as our sponsor. We really appreciate that. Uh, go to the website, buy Sheets out the ass, and, uh, <laughs> and we would appreciate it. Okay. Thank you all for joining us, and. Uh, We'll see you all next week. Dad, what do you think about doing an entire show from bed? I like it. Like John and Yoko. 
What? We'll have a bed in. All right. Maybe maybe we'll do that. Chris, you still owe a punishment. You still have to sleep yeah. outside. Ooh, thank ah. you for that reminder. Speaking of sleep, good recall, Yeti. I'd completely forgotten about that. Christopher, when are you going to do that, by the way? I'm, I'm waiting for some sheets and giggles to arrive so I can have some nice comfort outside. Okay. All right. That would be a desecration to use uh, sheets and giggle sheets uh, outdoors. Any more than sheets out the ass? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you mean that in a nice way. <laughs>